Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. Are you having a bad day? Because she was, but with the grace of God, we can always start over, can't we, Eden? Jesus loves us and his love is unending, isn't it, Eden? Yes. (laughs) Jesus loves you just like he made a way and a provision for you. If you don't know Jesus, you're really missing out, aren't you, Eden? Yes. Join me today as we continue to talk about faith. We're going to go deep and talk about all of the tricky issues surrounding faith because it's been a real journey and battle and struggle for me. And I want to share my progress with you. We're going to open God's word where there is perpetual hope for our mess. Be sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. And if you have a bad day, be sure to remember that God loves you and it's okay to start over, isn't it, Eden? Right. We'll see you next time. Hey friends, welcome to the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. I've got my little buddy over here sitting with me. It's early in the morning. I am doing a Bible study and I just wanted to share uh, some thoughts. I thought it would be a really good podcast episode. And so I thought, you know, I'm going to hop on and have this be this week's episode. So lately I've been thinking a lot about faith, redemption, and the continual struggle of difficulty and pain in our lives, but also the purpose of it. And we've had different things going on in our family, um, some of which are health-related, some of which are pregnancy-related. I'm almost 20 weeks now, and... um, looking at the, you know, trying to clear up to make sure that I don't have any heart issues going on. Um, I don't know if most of you know, but when our last daughter was born, Ivy, um, in 2021, I developed um, postpartum cardiomyopathy, which is a very serious type of heart failure, uh, about two weeks after she was born. And I... um, almost to come to that. So as we get kind of further along into this pregnancy, there's just different things that logically would be nerve wracking along with just the stresses of life, you know, um, the continued struggle that I have with depression and with anxiety and parenting a child that we um, are getting closer to a diagnosis of CP with. So there's just a lot going on. And I've been thinking about this concept of faith, which is essentially trusting in God, despite what's going on around you, and redemption, which the the world's definition of redemption is the removal of um, whatever is bothering you and the kind of ushering in of good or ushering in the ability to tolerate what has happened in the past and therefore have good or access good. So I've kind of been struggling with 
what is redemption? What does biblical redemption in a broken world look like? What does faith in God actually look like? Biblical redemption versus just things are better. God removed the pain. God fixed me. God healed me, which is kind of this overarching belief that that's what redemption is. And then what and how do we reconcile this continued state of pain and sorrow that most of us find ourselves in? And what purpose does it serve? So some just basic things that I'm coming to is that faith is just a belief that God is good. It supersedes all of our situations. So we have our situations right here and then faith just comes over it and it, it blankets the situation and it says, yes, this situation is bad, but faith says that God is over that situation and it trusts that God's best will be done and that God can be trusted. And so it needs no explanation. It needs no defending. It's just simply a choice or a comfort that we put on our weakened spiritual selves. Because when we're in a, a situation where it's difficult, we feel anxious, depressed, scared, worried, hopeless, fearful. We feel those things and we are weakened in the sense of, is God going to come through for me? Is this going to work out? We run through scenarios in our mind. So so faith is putting on that blanket. I, I like to picture it like a blanket. I know it's armor too in the armor of God. But to me, as a um, highly sensitive person, I like to feel comforted not comfort. I mean, we all like comfort, but I'm talking about safety, security. So to me, wrapping up in a blanket of faith saying, I'm going to put this on. I'm going to warm my inner self with this truth. And it's simply choosing. It's not forcing away the negative feelings you have. It's not wrestling with them. It's not beating yourself up for having them but it's blanketing yourself in the comfort and the choice to believe and trust that God comes over our situation. We don't have to understand the situation to know our God and to know him well enough. We don't have to know him completely. We just know him well enough to choose to trust him in that time. So that moves us on to our next point or my next point, which was redemption. Um, I wrote some notes and I, I put down redemption or redeeming something comes apart from the release of whatever is causing you pain. And so I think we, this common misconception is that redemption means the release of something. I am coming to the conclusion that biblical redemption uh, comes apart from the release, meaning you can still have the struggle and experience redemption because they are not, they're not synonymous. They're not the same thing. Redemption doesn't only come from the release of the problem or the 
getting what you want or the being where you thought you'd be. So redemption comes apart from being released from whatever is bothering you, which that gives us hope because that says that, yes, you can still struggle with depression and be redeemed. You can still struggle with grief of losing a child or from infertility and be redeemed. You can still struggle with addiction and be redeemed. So it it gives us a whole new level of hope and it brings us into another deeper spiritual um, position because if redemption is solely dependent on whatever is making my life harder being removed, then in this life, I think we're all pretty much out of luck. And for a lot of people like myself, that's a very hopeless place to be. But God says that redemption is not on the basis of me not struggling anymore. Redemption is on the basis of what Jesus did on the cross and the fact that I am being redeemed through the very thing that hurts me. So it doesn't need to be gone because it's serving a divine purpose. So we believe that redemption is only possible when we're relieved and subsequently released from whatever is hurting us. I am starting to come to the conclusion, I'm reading from my notes again, that the Bible shows us the exact opposite to be true. In Psalms 32, verse 6, um, part B, it says, Surely when the great waters of trial overflow, they shall not reach the Spirit within him. Surely the, the great trials, they're, they're coming. If you're righteous and you're following God, the trials are going to come. But redemption says that they shall not reach the spirit within him. The spirit's that part of you that can choose faith, that can choose faith over feeling, and it can choose to walk in the light you've been given. Then we see in Psalm 34, verses 15 and 17 through 20, the eyes of the Lord are toward the uncompromisingly righteous and his ears are open to their cry. And then in 17, it says, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears. He delivers them out of all of their distress and troubles. Verse 18, the Lord is close to those who are of a broken heart and he saves such that are crushed with sorrow for sin and are humbly and thoroughly penitent. Then in verse 19, many are the evils that confront the consistently righteous, but the Lord will deliver him out of them all. And verse 20 is the last verse. He keeps all of his bones. Not one of them is broken. The thing about these passages are they speak to what I'm saying about redemption and redeeming comes apart from releasing. If the eyes of the Lord are towards the uncompromisingly righteous, yet they are crying out to God, that gives us a picture, a picture that redemption is found within this struggle. It's found within the struggle because it opens us up to a cycle of experiencing Jesus. And that is what 
my personal belief of, of this Christian life is all about. We get saved and we get saved to then begin the process of learning to live, not I, but Christ. And not I, but Christ means that we are continually learning more and more to lay down in the internal person and allow the Holy Spirit to live through our members, through our, our minds and our bodies and our mouths and our, and our ears and our all of those things. That's what it is. And when we're doing that, we're going deeper into the faith waters. We're experiencing, experientially experiencing the true truth of God more and more. When it says that in verse 17, when the righteous cry for help, the Lord hears. So here we have another verse. Righteous people are crying for help. They're crying for help. The Lord is hearing. He delivers them out of their distresses and troubles. This, this verse, these verses aren't saying that he delivers you once and for all and you never struggle again. What these verses are showing us is that there is this consistent cycle, cyclical, I don't know if I'm saying that right, motion and movement in our life. Redemption is this circular thing. It is a cycle that takes us deeper and deeper and deeper into experientially experiencing the true truth of God. Because we're going to cry for help. The Lord's going to hear us. He's going to deliver us. Then he's going to be close to us when we're brokenhearted. So there we are, boom, again, in the middle of something. And the reason that we can say over here in verse 6 of chapter 32 of Psalms, surely when the great waters of trial overflow, they shall not reach the spirit within him. Why is that? Why will it not reach our spirit? Why will it not sink us? Why will devastating times and consistent struggles with deep, dark depression or oppression or addiction, why will those things not sink us? Well, because we have all this stuff over here that God is constantly doing. This is redemption. His eyes are towards the righteous. His ears are open to their cry. So we're struggling. God is coming through for us. We're seeing. We're experientially experiencing the true truth of God. We're going deeper into who he is, who we are in the midst of who he is, and the fact that he loves us, he hears us, he delivers us, he cares about us, he's close to us, he saves us, and he keeps all of our bones. That part right there, it gets me. It's like, this inner part of who we are that holds us up. He's he's keeping that. So that's that physical skeleton. And not only is he keeping that, but he's keeping the spirit in us. So he's keeping both the divine and the physical. He's holding it all together. He's meeting every need. So I'm going to wrap this up by saying, if you're struggling with the fact of, of why does my story include continual suffering? I want to encourage you that redemption comes apart from the release. 
and God is working in your life. Difficulty does not disqualify the hand of God in your life. And if you don't know Jesus, you need to know Jesus. Ask questions, pray, seek. The Lord is not too short. His arm is not too small to reach out and to help you understand who he is. Friend, he loves you. And if you're a struggling Christian, I want to encourage you to walk on. Walk on in what you know, clinging to the God that you know, not to the feelings of despair that you have. And when you ride the waves, eventually they will settle. God is good. He's good all the time. And I am so honored that you listen to this podcast. I hope that you'll subscribe and shoot me a comment. Leave me a comment. That's so helpful to podcasters like me. Um, Share it with your friends and family. Be sure to check in next week and listen to the next episode. This is Connie from the Weed Seeds and Beautiful Things podcast. I'll catch you next time.